it's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what this is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and sports. Hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's T.I.P., man. Hi, this is Jill Scott. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. It's really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.BotchToRow.com. That's From the Press Box to Press Row. Real. Relevant. Radio. I said I see some ladies in here tonight. I might marry. Going off the belly and throne is too scary. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Thursday, July 9th. I'm Donald Ware, and uh, we're continuing to stay in the SIAC, and we're going to take things to Columbia, South Carolina. And this gentleman uh, that joins me, he and I have been communicating for quite some some time now. This will be the first time that we've actually spoken. He was formerly the last seven years at Southern, has had stops as an assistant coach at Morgan State a couple of times at uh, A&T and some other places. A veteran coach takes over. The Benedict Program, Chennis Berry, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. What's going on, Coach Berry? Hey, man. How's it going, man? Good to be on. Yeah, absolutely. It's great to have you. Uh, what made Benedict, you know, the the right job? I mean, you had been an assistant for so many years. had done a great job around some great programs. You know, as I mentioned, Southern, Morgan, et cetera. What, what made this Benedict, you know, job the, the right opportunity for you? I'll tell you what, just the the vision of our our administration, you know, when I came and interviewed and I just saw the passion from our administration and just the campus community, I I think is an amazing place. And, uh, you know, the city of Columbia, you're talking about we're a fertile, fertile recruiting land, being in Columbia, South Carolina, in the great state of South Carolina, and then you you can branch off into North Carolina, a little bit of Georgia, and tap into a little Florida. So I thought it was a place that – you know, you definitely can win in terms of recruiting. And, you know, I think it's a win-win situation. We have great facilities and great people, and people really care about uh, building a winning culture. So that was the main reason why I took the job, and I think it's it's been an amazing time since I've been here uh, for the last four months. Yeah, I mean, how does it feel to be back, you know, in the SIAC? You played um, uh, where you were in at Kentucky State, also at Savannah State. Uh, you know, how does, it, how does it feel to be back home? Also spent some time at Morris Brown. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. I'm, 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 I was uh, started in the SIC, like you say, as a player. Played four years at Savannah State, and like you say, spent some time coaching at Fort Valley. Spent some time coaching at Kentucky State. So it's good to be back in the league. Uh, for the most part, it's really uh, on the up and up, and some guys are really doing some good jobs with their programs. And I'm just excited to be a part of it. No question about it. So, what's it been like? I mean, you take over this program, and then the you know the coronavirus hit so what has sort of that been like for you i tell you what man you know hit the ground running uh february 11 was hired you know wanted to assemble a staff and i 
I've done so. I was assembled an amazing staff of great like-minded individuals. And, you know, we had a lot of positive trajectory going, you know, guys were rocking and rolling. We had the guys sitting in the first three rows, you know, building our brand, getting in the community, and a positive buzz on social media, and had the guys working out and building our, just building a, you know, a, a program, you know, I don't want to build it together. And then all of a sudden, uh, COVID, you know, so March 12th, it kind of shut things down a little bit. And, you know, adversity strikes, you know, I always talk about just controlling the controllables, you know, control the things you can control and the things you can't control, give them to God and he'll control them. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been con- uh, trying to keep consistency throughout because we, we're trying to provide as much normalcy as possible. So a lot of Zoom meetings, a lot of install meetings via Zoom, a lot of coaching staff meetings. We've been doing professional development. We've been doing all kinds of things just to try to provide as much normalcy as possible. But I'd be lying to you if I, did, if I said it, you know, it hasn't been a, a situation that's been tough. But in all, all in all, we just control what we can and just keep working, keep our nose to the ground and just keep, keep bumping and grinding and our philosophy around here is we're going to dig deep and when adversity strikes because right now definitely adversity striking uh, we're going to continue to dig deep and, and keep our eyes on the prize were you able to get any spring practices in absolutely none uh it actually was halted before we started spring ball so we only really got about three weeks with our guys and uh you know our thing basically we just been doing a lot of recruiting we signed an amazing class of 31 uh, young men and, uh, that are that are definitely uh, talented in more ways than one, not only on the field but off the field as well. And uh, so our biggest thing has been right now just recruiting, man, just trying to build our brand and get a you know get our roster up. I think when I got here, we had about 60, 65 players. Uh, we're up to a roster now of about 100 players. So we're, we're providing some depth and some. It's going to be some great competition when training camp starts. Yeah, what you know? Because you mentioned, I mean, February 11th of, of this year—that's late. So, what are some of the first things that uh, you did once you uh, became the head football coach there at Benedict? Well, you know, you know, they always talk about when you, when you first take over as a head football coach, you just want to get around campus and uh, build relationships. So, the first 90 days, I wanted to make sure I cultivated relationships around campus, from financial aid to admissions to housing to uh, all parts of the community, take care of the campus community first and had the student body just, you know, talking about our brand, go Tigers. We're all out, go Tiger. That's how we say hi. That's how we say bye. We wanted to instill our philosophy in our players and in our ABCDs of our program as we're going to chase A's in the classroom, B's in the classroom, our C's, our championships, and the, and the D's, our degrees. So that's what we're all about and just getting the guys to understand that's what we're all about. Just just, just changing the mindset and the culture. And I think we've done that. And, you know, after that, I wanted to get in the community, just kind of talk to some local people and just, just get them to buy into our philosophy and what we're doing and, you know, get out and do some little fundraising and just meet people. And, and, and the city's been amazing. I mean, you're talking about been visiting a couple churches in the city of Columbia. And these guys have been great. They really love Benedict College. And, and uh, like I say, our administration has been very supportive throughout the whole process. So, it's been, a, it's been a great time, man. You know, so the first 90 to 120 days, uh, it's been a great experience. But, you know, adversity has strikes. Strike. So when adversity strikes, we just continue to dig deep and do all we can do. And, and, and so far, so good. Chenis Berry, uh, in his first season as the head football coach at Benedict, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. 
um, even in that short time, I mean, who are who are some of the guys? Who who's your quarterback? Who who's going to be your quarterback? Uh, or what kind of quarterback competition? Who are some of the names um, uh, that could be the guy to open the season for you in 2020? Well, coming back, uh, you know, our philosophy is when we came in and recruiting, we wanted to build it from the inside out, and that includes the offensive line the defensive line in our quarterback position. So last year uh, they played a young man. They played two quarterbacks last year. One of them was a graduating senior, so he's exhausted his eligibility. And then they had a young man coming back. Uh, he was a true freshman last year by the name of Eric Phoenix from Savannah, Georgia. So he got a chance to get a little playing time. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was going to compete for the job this spring. And then we went out and signed uh, two, two guys that uh, were going to come compete for the job as well. So we have some guys on campus. I think we have a total of about four guys on campus uh, that we're going to get a chance. We've got about six quarterbacks going to kind of move around a little bit in uh, training camp and see those guys. They're going to get reps, and, and we're going to see which one comes out on top for our opening game. How for you? I mean, it, I think that's a good point because you, you talk about – we can talk about, you know, the Jimmys and the Joes in terms of who's – but, I mean, at the end of the day – um, you didn't have a spring. You come in in February. I mean, how much of a challenge, you know, is that for you to even get to know a lot of, you know, a lot of these guys that that are going to play for you uh, come September? Absolutely, man. I, I'm in total agreement with you with that, man. Uh, it's all about relationships as well, man. You're talking about, you know, really didn't get a chance to establish a lot of uh, face-to-face relationships because once COVID hit, you know, we kind of had to leave campus, but, you know, we've been building it through Zoom meetings. I swear, we have so many Zoom meetings. We feel like Barack Obama around here. We feel like Congress around here. We're meeting every day, man, and just trying to build relationships the best we can. So it's definitely a challenge, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, challenges every day just to try to get to know the young men that you're, that you're entrusted with. And uh, so, you know, we're not only doing it with the players. We've had Zoom meetings with the parents just to try to their buy-in and make sure they're full support of what we're doing. And, you know, we have different academic meetings throughout the week with different people on campus. Our, our head athletic trainer have met with our guys via Zoom. So it's all about right now just building, building relationships, man, and just trying to establish that love. Because ultimately, this season is going to come down to, uh, you know, just fundamentals, man. It's not going to be a bunch of X's and O's, you know, and try to out-scheme anybody. It's going to be, can your guys block? Can your guys tackle? Are you good on special teams? It's going to come down to that because really nobody got spring ball. It's maybe one or two teams got a chance to get out there a little bit. But, you know, as an incoming program, you know, it's, it's extremely important that you set your foundation. And unfortunately, we, didn't, we weren't able to do that on the field. But I think we've been able to establish it off the field and just getting each other to understand that we love each other. It's a family. Forget about me. I love you. And just trying to get – just changing the mindset around here. And I think we've established that thus far. What about – I mean, even if not on the field, I don't know how much film you've been able to watch for maybe some of your returning guys. You mentioned 31 guys that you signed. I'm sure you have some transfers and such coming in. Who's – sort of impressed you throw some names out there in terms of maybe some guys that have impressed you uh you know from a defensive standpoint i'll tell you what just some of the leadership on our defense i mean traditionally uh, benedict has been pretty good on defense you know coach mike white uh like coach mike white i'll tell you what he did a good job 
um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And Wendell Bing is a young man to keep a name, keep an eye out on. He's a guy. He's going to be in our graduate program. He's already graduated with his undergraduate degree, so we're proud of that. And uh, he's a big, good-looking defensive tackle. And like I said, we built it from the inside out. He's about six foot three, six foot four, about three hundred pounds. He's a good looking, good looking, thick, tall, strong, powerful uh, defensive tackle, and he he's played a lot of snaps. So he's one of the ones to to watch out for. Timothy Allen. Timothy Allen is a linebacker that played a little bit last year. Uh, he's from Georgia, from Albany, Georgia area. He's been a great leader for us. And uh, one of our safeties, uh, Hunt, Dontavious Hunt, he's a guy that's, you know, played a lot of snaps. He started in the secondary last year. So it's a lot of guys uh, have been doing an amazing job on the defensive side of the ball, as well as the 6'3 corner we have. Uh, he's He's been amazing. Hayward, man, he talking about Josh Hayward. He's a good-looking corner. He's long. He's athletic. He can run. He can cover a lot of ground. So those are some guys have been doing amazing jobs as far as being leaders on defense, and they've had an amazing semester academically as well. So I think they can lead us on and off the field, and those will be some names to watch out for with our defense, no doubt about it. Chenis Berry, the new head football coach, and Benedict joins us here on the program. How I know Morehouse has obviously, um, you know, dropped athletics. I mean, how set are you with your schedule for 2020? Well, we're excited. We're 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 full steam ahead. Uh, we've been planning and getting everything ready to rock and roll in terms of our practice schedules, our scripts. You know, first week or two of practice. So we're excited. You know, we're. We're ready for our first opening game. Our opening game right now, I believe, is Fayetteville State. So, you know, we're going to be ready to rock and roll. And just like I say, man, we're excited to come in on July 29th for training camp. And our guys are chopping at the bit. I think we're about four weeks from from reporting. So we're super-duper excited around here in Columbia, South Carolina. Chenis Berry, again, in his first season as the head football coach at Benedict, joins us here on the – HBCU Football Daily Podcast set to open the season right right as it stands right now with the uh, 19th against Fayetteville, correct, Coach Barry? Yes, sir. Okay. Sounds good. We appreciate the time. We look forward to catching up with you in 2020. Hey, looking forward to it. Thanks for having me, man. Go Tigers. So that's a look at Benedict and today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. On tomorrow, we're staying in the SIAC, taking things to the ATL going to preview the Clark Atlanta Panthers. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast where you can download and listen to the podcasts on our website, BoxToRow.com, also via iHeartMedia and on Apple Podcasts. Talk with you tomorrow. Work, then they throw us in jail. Hey. Road trip, yeah, I'm trafficking the white, please.